Good morning. This is Andy Hoffman of CryptoGoldCentral.com with my first one-on-one -on -one podcast since November, which I believe you will find highly entertaining due to the unique content and exciting given that it pertains to a free airdrop to Bitcoin holders or a coin of a coin incorporating the most attractive investment attributes of the hottest cryptocurrency technology, Mimblewimble. Like everyone in the crypto space, I have modified my modus operandi throughout the course of a year plus correction that has significantly sapped interest in the sector. Given my personal situation, I chose to live to fight another day in the Bitcoin realm, whilst maintaining my interest in select altcoin stories I expect to flourish in the coming years, or sooner if the crypto bull market returns in earnest. One is Berodium, of course, the free Bitcoin airdrop that occurred a year ago and is thriving with a deep investor community and mining community. And the other is an opportunity so exciting, I jumped at the chance to join its development team as a full-time marketing consultant. That coin is MWC or Mimblewimble coin, another free Bitcoin airdrop whose registration period will commence on April 20th ahead of a July 19th snapshot and hopefully public trading in the second half of the year. To that end, it's great to report that MWC is on schedule, so much so we are opening our Discord chat room today so the public can come in and ask our English-speaking dev team whatever they'd like. I'll get to Discord in a moment, but for now, I'd like to introduce today's very special guest, MWC's founder and lead developer, Chris Gilliard. Chris, welcome to One on One. Thank you for having me, Andy. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure working with you thus far, and I can't wait to see what this project brings in the coming months. Now, to start, I'd like Chris to discuss how he came to conceive this project, given his expertise in coding and experience in cryptocurrency. Chris, please tell us about your technology background, what drew you to Bitcoin, and what drove you to undertake the Mimblewimble Coin project. Sure. So I got into the Bitcoin. I got interested in Bitcoin, and uh, I think I heard about it first in 2013. I read one of the Bitcoin is dead uh, articles, and I just thought it was kind of a joke. Um, until later, I think later that year, I heard uh, Mark Andreessen, who's the founder of Netscape, talking about it. And actually, uh, so my background is in software engineering, and one of the first jobs I had was at Sun Microsystems. And uh, I was working on the Netscape campus, so you know I knew of Mark Andreessen, saw him coming into the office and stuff like that all the time. And you know he's a brilliant guy, he pioneer of the internet. So if he thought that Bitcoin was something worth looking into, I, I had to do my own research on it and figure out what was going on. So I, you know, back then, way back then, I looked into it, and you know I realized that you know my initial reaction was wrong, and that wow, this is something that's very important and I need to learn more about it. So at that point, I just read everything I could about it. I read the white paper. I, I uh, you know, watched every uh, video that I could find about it, including, you know, things like the stuff that yourself put out. And, um, you know, so I just wanted to find out all the information I could get about Bitcoin. And so in 2014, I started uh, buying Bitcoin and, um, you know, I, I just attracted for all this time and um, in 2017 I decided to leave my job and uh, to try to figure out what I want to do in the Bitcoin space and that's what I've been doing for about the last year um, you know I looked into some stuff with the Lightning Network and Mimblewimble was Lightning Network and Mimblewimble were kind of the two uh, things that 
had the most interest to me. Uh, the, I remember reading the Mimblewimble white paper that came out in 2016, pretty much right when it came out. And um, it, it's just a very, you know, interesting technology. And so I had this idea to, you know, to do this Mimblewimble coin. I probably wouldn't have done it other than the fact that, um, you know, I was looking into the grand code base and I saw that they had no um, supply cap. And well, um, we're going to get to that in a second okay. to the coin, sure. but I just yeah. wanted to get people to understand your deep background in coding and what drew you to Bitcoin. And ultimately, we're going to talk more about Mimblewimble coin in a second. Uh, but sure. before I get to the coin specifically, uh, you know, people have been talking about Mimblewimble technology really for the past year or two. Even, you know, in my days at World Crypto Network, I remember people just constantly talking about this technology, which I had no idea what it was. I knew they said that you needed a hard fork to institute it, and that's very complex. And now it's working. And the way that I understand it from from people like yourself is that probably Satoshi would have used Mimblewimble if it was available back then. So if you can just tell us how radical uh, MW technology is in terms of the privacy and, and scalability that it provides uh, Bitcoin and other blockchain protocol compared to where we are in the future. and uh, where we are right now and how it might be incorporated into the future uh, as a standalone or as part of Bitcoin. Sure. So uh, Mimblewimble is really the state-of-the-art technology of cryptography and cryptocurrency and, and everything. It's, it's the combination of the work of many, many people throughout the years. And that's why Satoshi couldn't use it in, in Bitcoin because the, a lot of the research is stuff that, you know, people like um, Greg Maxwell, and others did, and finally this um, anonymous person who wrote the paper, who goes by the pseudonym Jay Suter, um, they incorporated all this work over decades um, of cryptography into, into this technology. And um, so basically, to, to make it simple, what, what are the, the two things that it does it better than, than what Bitcoin does is it it has, um, it, I, I would put it like it's privacy and scalability, but the way I put it is it's, it's privacy that scales. And if you read the, the Jay Suter paper, that's how he talks about it. He talks about it, he, he talks about how there's all these great um, privacy enhancements like confidential transactions and things that have been talked about being put in Bitcoin and another thing called OWAS. Um, but the problem with all of them was that they don't scale. So he, what he came up with was a way to incorporate all, all these privacy technologies that also scales. And um, this, I think the scalability portion of it is actually under-talked about. Because even if you take away the privacy, the scalability is a big enough deal that, um, you know, that's already a huge improvement. So you kind of like get the privacy, but you're also getting the scalability, which is maybe even a bigger deal. And what, and what makes it more scalable is because you don't have to download every transaction that's ever happened every time uh, a new block comes or something to that extent. Exactly. So if I were to send you a Bitcoin and then you sent it back to me and we did that like 100 times, there'd be 100 transactions in the Bitcoin blockchain. And, you know, even 10 years from now, people would have to download all those 100 transactions. Um, with Mimblewimble, the, the key innovation is that you only need to keep the last transaction, which is referred to as the UTXO, so the unspent transaction set. And so all those other old transactions where we were sending it back and forth can be deleted. 
And that the way that that's done is extremely complicated and involves you know this this you know state of the art cryptography that we're talking about. But that's that's the bottom line that you only need to keep the transactions that are unspent. Whereas in Bitcoin, you need to keep all of the transactions, including ones that have been spent. Well, and explain how this could be used in the future. Because look, and we're going to talk in a second about how it's being used in the real world right now. And obviously, that's what MWC is going to be doing too. But let's say that uh, Mimblewimble is used. Is it going to be a competitor of Bitcoin or something that can be used with Bitcoin? Well, I think Bitcoin will eventually, uh, you know, end up being incorporated into Bitcoin. Um, but it's going to take a while and we need to, um, you know, test it out on a real, a real world test net first. Um, and that's kind of what we're doing here with these coins. Uh, and in particular, Mimble coin, you know, it, um, it, it's something, it, it's very complicated to put it into Bitcoin. And before we do that, obviously, we need to test it out with real value. So that's, that's really what, what we're doing here. And I think, think you're on mute. Yes, I muted myself. Um, we had, we had a, another guest here on the show, but I wasn't expecting another guest. So I'll let him listen passively for right now. Okay, now, Chris. Now that Beam, okay, uh, for the people listening, Beam and Grin are the two new uh, Mimblewimble uh, coins that are out there right now that are active, and we're going to be uh, we're going to be forking MWC off of Grin, which we'll talk to in a second. So now that they're being used in the real world, uh, the way I understand it, Mimblewimble's privacy protocol is superior to the current privacy protocols out there, such as you see in Monero, Zcash, and others. Um, can you explain in layman's terms what makes Mimblewimble superior to these privacy protocols that are out there right now in terms of scalability, privacy, and fungibility? The key to it is the scalability. So Monero's privacy is fairly good, um, but the size of the transactions are so big, um, it, it uses what's called Ring CT, which is... Uh, the CT stands for confidential transactions. And the confidential transactions require this thing called the range proof, which is this huge piece of data. Um, it's, I think, something like six times the size of a Bitcoin transaction. Um, so the, clearly, like, you know, if it were to be used as much as Bitcoin, um, the, the size of the blockchain would just grow to be enormous. And so the, the key to the, the technology, like I said earlier, it's, it's a lot of it's about the scaling because you get the privacy, um, but the, the deleting the old transactions gives, you, gives it to you in a way that, that is you know, sort of sustainable, I guess you could say. Yeah, because I, I think ultimately what we're, we're, you know, some people think what we're trying to compete with Bitcoin. I think uh, Bitcoin can ultimately subsume any kind of new technology, although it'll certainly take some time. But I think the bigger competitors to uh, to Mimblewimble are going to be the current privacy protocols out there, such as uh, Zcash and Monero. And I think people are going to realize as they do the work that Mimblewimble is revolutionary in the privacy slash scalability space uh, compared to anything that's out there. Now, MWC coin will, in our view, be the superior investment alternative in the Mimblewimble space. 
as unlike prior implementations like Beam and Grin, and there are others, its principal goal is superior investment returns. To that end, MWC coin or Mimblewimble coin, it will not only be given free to Bitcoin holders, but feature an in-kind dividend program for hodlers and a lifetime supply cap of just 20 million with the nearly identical proof-of-work mined inflation schedule as Bitcoin. Chris, tell us in your words why you think MWC is superior to other Mimblewimble coins and what inspired you to create it by forking it off the Grin code? So first of all, I, I want to say that I think the, the people working on Grin are excellent programmers. Their code, you know, I've been digging through it for the last, you know, few months. It's great code, okay? Um, I, the really the only objection that I had to it was that I, I thought that you know the problem is with the inflation schedule the supply schedule and basically their schedule is that there's 60 grin every minute forever and in fact in the code it says for now we're setting this to 60 it could change later so uh, I, I felt while they understood all the cryptography and um, that aspect of it they're, they're brilliant computer scientists I felt that, um, you know, I, I thought that there should be a limited supply, uh, or at least there should be a coin that has a limited supply. And that's really, that was my uh, motivation for, for going forward this, with this. And in fact, I posted in their GitHub this, this issue. I opened an issue saying that, you know, would you consider putting a supply cap? And it was closed within three hours, um, and the lead developer said that, you know, uh, I, he wished that he had opened this as the first issue so that he could close it right away. So, um, you know, clearly it wasn't going to happen in their code base. So that's why we felt that, you know, we should go forward with this. And we don't want to change a lot of things. We want to change that one thing. Um, the other aspect is that we're doing it as, as an airdrop. Um, you know, I've been following you and, and Adam Meister for a long time and, you know, talking about these crypto dividends. And I think that that's uh, a... First of all, it's a, it's a fair way to distribute the coins uh, because there's, you know, the Bitcoin holders, uh, you know, they've obtained their coins through proof of work and, you know, we're just redistributing it that way. Um, and secondly, you know, I think it's it's a way to get uh, community involvement with your coin. You know, we're going to get it in the hands of people who could potentially be interested in the coin. And so we're, you know, getting some free publicity that way. So, so that's sort of the two things that we're doing that, that are different. And yeah, you know, we think that that, that makes, makes it a better coin uh, in that regard. Yeah, again, when it comes down to it, privacy is, uh, I mean, the concept of privacy is nothing new in, in cryptocurrency, but it's not being used by a lot of people just yet. I think it will be in time as crypto becomes a bigger part of the global financial arena. And right now people are just testing. Again, Mimblewimble technology has only been released uh, in the form of Grin and Beam just a few months ago. So it's being used by very few people. So far, it works just fine. And I think what, what we're trying to do is, for one, you're trying to reward Bitcoin holders once again uh, for maintaining King Bitcoin and also for having an, an avenue to speculate on the uh, a, a superior avenue to speculate on the growth of Mimblewimble technology because this coin is going to have a limited supply cap. It's going to have a dividend. Uh, for hodlers and of course it's going to be a free airdrop so it's going to build community uh, as in our discord uh, chat which we're going to open uh, today uh, so to that end chris i wanted to also now i want to discuss the process of creating this wonderful investment opportunity starting with the incredible team that's been created to do so 
from a marketing perspective, aside from myself, we have a, a deeply respected and accomplished financier on the team, and coding-wise, an extremely experienced team of technology experts. Chris, please give us some background about the dev team you've built and what they're working on in advance of the twin goals of opening registration process and launching the testnet. Sure, so, so my background is uh, as both an engineer, um, architect, in, you know, in Silicon Valley, of big companies and small companies, and also as an engineering manager and director of engineering. And so I, I have a network of, um, you know, many engineers that I've worked with throughout the years. And um, so, you know, I've, I've involved several of the engineers in this project. Um, right now, we have primarily three people um, working with it. And these are people that I've worked with for, for many years. Um, first, we have Dr. Constantine Bay who is um, a brilliant computer scientist and also crack coder that's just been, you know, writing code really fast. You can look at our, our GitHub repo um, from, from our main page, you can find it. Um, and, you know, the, the, the code is there, we're, we're, we're doing well, and, and, you know, Constantine has done a lot of that. Um, also, we have Holly Casaletto, who, um, she is actually a PhD student at the University of Santa Cruz. Um, but she worked. She's worked in industry for you know 15 years as, as a as a software developer as well. She worked for me at VMware, um, and uh, you know her research. Her department is actually researching blockchain, so it kind of fits into the research that she's doing um, as well. And um, then last, uh, also but not least, we have Jim Breyer, who is another engineer who's worked with me for many years. And he's our QA, um, QA engineer and also a DevOps uh, guy, but he's, he also has experience as a, a programmer as well. Um, so yeah, that, that's our team right now. Um, there's other people that we could easily get involved um, as, as we grow the team, uh, but you know, we're starting with a small team. We also have um, a, several graphics artists that have, have contributed to the project as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't be, more thrilled, this project is really only launched two months ago. We already have made deep inroads in the code and the marketing, and we're getting ready for the registration process to start, which is gonna be in barely a month. So finally, uh, on this episode, and we're gonna have other episodes where we talk about different things, I'd like to ask your initial thoughts about MWC mining, even if they have not, uh, even if the, the mining process has not been cast in stone. Tell us about the proof of work mining algorithm that will be used what type of equipment might be needed, and any other observations you might have about the direction MWC mining might take. Sure, uh, so the mining algorithm is the same as GRIN. Um, again, we're, we're not trying to change uh, too many things. We wanna keep it very similar. Um, and that algorithm is the cuckoo cycle uh, mining algorithm. Um, there's, there's two kinds of, it actually allows two kinds of proof of work within, in, within GRIN and MWC. And um, those, it's Cuckoo Cycle 29 and Cuckoo Cycle 31, they're called. And um, basically, what it, come, what it boils down to is that one of them requires a video card with um, 6 gigabytes of RAM, and the other one requires 11 gigabytes of RAM. Um, you can also do it on a CPU, but it's very slow. Um, but essentially, it's optimized for uh, GPUs with 6 gigabytes or 11 gigabytes. Um, the other thing I want to add is that our, our mining is 100% compatible with GRIN. Um, so if you're a GRIN miner, 
Um, literally all you need to do is you can point your, your miners to an MWC full node and you'll be able to mine uh, MWC. And it's, it's really, it's really going to be that simple for, for Grin miners to, to do that. Great. And of course, we will give more details as we get closer because uh, soon we'll be doing the registration and the test net. And you know, before you know it, it'll be summertime and we will be mining this for real and trading it publicly. So for now, I think that's a good amount of information to digest about the rapidly approaching MWC airdrop to BTC holders, which I assure you will be followed up uh, in numerous in articles and podcasts ahead of the April 20th registration opening, the July 19th snapshot, and other project milestones. Uh, that said, we're also using this call, as I announced, to announce the launch of our Discord chat room in which you can not only discuss the project with other interested parties, but ask questions of Chris, myself, and the rest of the MWC dev team. To join, just click on the Join Us on Discord link on our website, which is mwc.mw, and register your free account there. Thanks so much for listening, and please follow us not only on the website and Discord, but our Twitter feed, at m underscore w underscore coin. Thanks very much, and have a great crypto day.